right, good morning and happy Monday. My car going here. Trying to make sure my phone's in the right spot. Uh, yeah, should be Monday, hopefully. <laughs> um, Getting close to the end of the month here. I'm gonna be taking Thursday and Friday off. Still trying to burn through vacation. We were gonna go to California this year, um, and uh, that that didn't work out. So COVID. So uh, just trying to find time to use vacation and find something to do. It's real windy this morning, but something I kept thinking about all through the weekend was our powder coat process and how we, um, when do we make parts, uh, when do we stop making parts, uh, you know, and how to drive the whole scheduling. So, uh, you know, to give you an idea, our, our powder coated parts are powder coated a day ahead of when we need them. Uh, when you hang powder coated parts, it typically takes uh, about two hours to have them get through the, the system. Um, and that doesn't include the amount of time it takes to pick the parts from the warehouse. Um, <clears throat> pick the parts from the warehouse and then uh, hang the parts, coat them, take them off the powder coat line uh, and then pick them when they are needed. So we sequence our powder coated parts based off of signals we get from the production line. Uh, in just about every case there's a couple parts that are used early on. Um, they have pretty low variation. Um, it's the same part just typically in different colors. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's pretty, pretty much all the parts are sequenced. Sorry, a pet peeve of mine is when people drive with their bright lights on, um, their high beams, and there's a person behind me right now doing that, and it's very um, that's because their headlights are out. Um, anyway, uh, so one thing that happens with the way that we schedule, we kind of create a, a schedule like thinking of a bucket. So, um, for example, today, 928, um, we have a bucket that says, here's the, the units I'm releasing for 928. So that bucket would have gone to powder coat on Friday, and they would have been working to coat that on Friday, being completely coated with that um, before the shift starts on Monday, so that we have all the parts that we need. Then on Monday, on the 928 schedule today, um, ideally we would consume all of the parts that we made um, for that 928 schedule. The problem we run into and that we're seeing, it happens a lot, is when we don't complete that schedule, there's carryover. So you don't completely empty the bucket. Um, you only have so much capacity that you could uh, use in a given day. In this case, um, 60 units a day is, is what the capacity tells us 
what our system has capacity for. So if I only complete 40, I now have uh, 20 that I got to do the next day. And if I have 20 that I got to do the next day, well then my powder coated parts, I have back in the area where I, I do powder coat and sequence parts, I now have 20 extra sets of parts that I should have consumed. So if you're following along, um, then when I don't consume all those parts and I'm running the next schedule, um, I'm making, I don't make, uh, well I make more parts um, than, uh, than what I really have any capacity for. Because now I was trying to make a light and I didn't make it. Now I don't have capacity to uh, um, uh, well I'm running I run out of space when I try to produce those other parts uh, for the next bucket. So if I'm working on you know Tuesday's bucket on Monday, um, I now have a full bucket that I was supposed to produce. Um, plus, uh, part of a bucket from the previous day kind of taking up my space, if that makes sense. And so as time goes on, um, I can continue to get further and further um, away from the bucket um, that I had made for that particular day. Um, like, for example, that, uh, that bucket that I have for Monday carryover um, and then I do Tuesday but let's say I don't finish all the, the work I'm supposed to on Tuesday uh, and I have carryover and then Wednesday by the end of the week uh, all the units that carry over I've now probably completely run out of space um, in my powder coat area because I'm I'm continuing to produce an entire bucket worth of work when uh, the production line doesn't consume that entire quantity of parts. So um, the trouble with that is we are very space constrained at the moment. Um, I mean, we, we definitely are uh, don't have the right amount of uh, footprint to support all this activity that we're doing, which is definitely becomes a challenge. Um, and so we have trouble finding and locating parts uh, because we've produced so many and, and it's not really a, a good way to do FIFO when you're back to the gills. Um, so it takes a lot of time to find and, and sequence the parts that we need and it just kind of further perpetuates the challenge that we have with uh, not enough space for the parts. Uh, and so it's just, yeah, it's just a big pain in the butt right now and so what I propose is trying to define that limit and I'm trying to be a little bit more flexible so that if our team is uh, a little bit ahead don't continue to coat the whole bucket um, that's for that particular day um, like set a limit that you only want to be like a day and a half ahead um, and at the end of the day, before you start the next shift, 
um, like let's rerun that schedule based off of let's reset that bucket based off of what kind of full means. So uh, by that, if if I had 20 left over from the previous day uh, from Monday's schedule from Monday's bucket, um, the bucket that I run on Tuesday, since I've already run that bucket, um, and that, that's the problem with being a day ahead, the next time I could create a schedule, I will subtract 20 units worth from it, um, just given that I'm unable to make that up um, with the capacity on the line, um, it makes more sense to, uh, to you know, not run it in a following day. If that makes sense, I, it's easier for me to show graphically, so um, I'll, I'll say it one more time and try to make it make sense. Um, for the work I do on day one, um, let's call that you know, powder coat bucket A, day two B, day three C. So I do the powder coated parts for day one, uh, bucket A, I do that on day zero. On day one, I do uh, bucket B for day two. On day two, I do bucket B for day three. So, if I don't consume all of bucket A's parts, uh, I'm already working on bucket B, so there's not much that I can do to kind of reset that. Um, so what I propose is on bucket C, I subtract off whatever the delta was between what I was supposed to do and what I actually did from bucket A, so that my bucket uh, is now uh, so many units less. So if I'm supposed to do 60 a day, and on day one, consuming bucket A parts, I only do 40, then in bucket C, I would only I would take that 20, subtract that 20 off of my, my bucket C quantities, and do uh, only do 40. And I would continue to do this until I'm only producing a certain level. So I would not continue to produce if uh, I'm over a certain inventory threshold. And so that requires our, our inventory to be flexible our scheduling to be a little bit more flexible and a little bit more uh, just in time. So instead of trying to be two schedules ahead and not knowing where to put things, we have to uh, we have to kind of rerun things or wait to run things until uh, later on. So it may cause us to have to think of a new way to schedule because I know that portion takes a while, um, but. You know, I think we can figure that out. Uh, I'm, I'm ultimately not too worried about that. Um, but it's change, and the way that change gets, you know, received anywhere is that it's going to be a challenge. So it's kind of my my thoughts and thinking on how to um, run our system a little bit different. Um, may work, it may not, but I don't think it puts us in any worse of a spot than we're in right now. Where you know we got all kinds of challenges getting materials to the line, 
something something needs to change if we're going to be successful because this line that we run 60 a day on we're making modifications to another line and we're going to be running 40 on that other line so if we're having this much trouble running to the material levels that we're running to now I just don't see a way to, to make it work going forward um, without changing something. Now we've talked a lot about trying to Kanban these parts, um, and that would be great. There's some of them that are definitely have the, the, the repeatability to be Kanbanable. Um, if no one has ever said that before in the history of uh, lean thinking Kanbanable, then I'd like to, uh, to trademark that right now. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, so we could do that, but again, the challenge would become space. Um, and so, and then uh, we really need to revitalize and, and uh, come up with a better way to communicate um, because that would require, you know, kind of a, a smart way of thinking of how to, to show that you need to produce another one, right? So we could use, um, you know, Kanban cards and things like that. Um, know and, and that probably would be a really great way to make it work um, you know the challenge I, I see there um, is that uh, right now we struggle to even get uh, <laughs> um, communication that we have shortages back to the powder coat area so that might be a little rough um, uh, to get going uh, and at this point you know it's tough for us to uh, to leave anything on the table because we got to get a lot done for this year and so breaking the system um, you know right in the middle of, of a really challenging time um, I don't know I don't know how I feel about that um, on one hand the existing system isn't quite working uh, on the other uh, it's working enough that we're uh, you know getting things done so it's not like it's not working at all um, so it's yeah it's very curious um, and uh, looks like I may, might need to start taking the way that I used to take uh, into work uh, pre-COVID um, it seems like uh, there's a excessive amount of traffic today I've been making pretty good time lately uh, today I don't know what is going on I probably could have picked a little better lane to get into um, as my lane has now stopped yeah, it was nice uh, going a little bit different route um, I was having consistent times um, and I'd rather have the repeatable time than have the uh, the time that's uh, variable and seems like uh, sensitivity to slightest uh, disruptions to flow just caused the whole system to to, to go out of whack um, even though the system is capable of going much faster uh, <laughs> um, I prefer the uh, the way that kind of just gets me there uh, consistently uh, over the way over the system that gets me there at a variable time uh, so and I'd like 
I mean, honestly, I feel like that should be the way production lines are run. Um, I would much rather have the consistent, uh, non-fluctuating production line where when difficult work content or higher work content comes through, my line can handle it and it runs at a pace to be able to handle it without disruption than to have a line that can go really fast when the work is easy and then comes to complete halt once we get to uh, difficult things. Um, now, if all the work is easy, uh, then it's worth considering trying something different and uh, dealing with the exceptions um, if the harder work is the exception. But if the harder work is the rule, then design around that. Um, or even have different playbooks for different days, you know, and, and uh, try to run the easy stuff, uh, you know, of course, attempting to meet customer uh, requests and, and build it as close to when it's needed as possible, but if, uh, if there has to be kind of uh, easy mixed days and even harder mixed days, then that could be a thing too and then we staff appropriately and we, we flex resources and we have a game plan uh, it seems like uh, some of the challenges we've faced lately are that we don't necessarily have the uh, best game plan for handling the work that's, that's coming our way and uh, we just kind of realized by lunchtime that we should have done something different so uh, I called for on Friday all hands on deck felt like we were waiting till it was too late to do something about it um, you know if, if your boat has a leak obviously you'd like to prevent whatever caused the leak and avoid that in the future but if your ship is sinking and you're not doing anything about it um, and you're just kind of grabbing your life jacket ready to jump off and, and uh, swim back to shore and get another boat um, and try again I don't know. To me, that's that's just saying it's not just failure because it's not just learning from it. It's 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 probably worse than failure. Um, it's well, things were wrong, so um, you know, it's 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 not being accountable. It's uh, I don't know how to say what I'm trying to say, but uh, if we don't learn from every day that we operate, we don't learn something new or try something, um, and we wait, you know, for a month's worth of data before we do anything different, we're never going to do anything different. Um, you know, if, if we're not reacting and seeing things as they're happening, you know, and being present to see what's causing our pain, then, you know, if we're, then we're not owning things. Um, and... Uh, that's kind of how I feel the story is with like these powder coated parts or this production line that that uh, you know we're trying to uh, increase the output on. Now we have crushed our record by hundreds of units on that, that with that model uh, this month, so that's been really cool. Um, so it's been a challenge, but at the same time, it's still a pretty big accomplishment. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just really think that we have some uh, some opportunity to to learn and try new things and 
whether we do them in the middle of this kind of big run or we wait to do them uh, in the future but kind of plan and, and see how we would do it um, we got to do something different um, it's not going to be sustainable to continue to do what we're doing so yeah other than that um, I think today is the first day where in a while where the high is going to be below 70 um, so it's definitely um, turning fall pretty quickly so that's nice uh, there's been some hot days you know the past couple months but um, it's it's nice I, I'm uh, happy to uh, to get the, the different weather um, definitely get uh, uh, some some changes in the seasons here in Texas um, but uh, other than that um, yeah it's this this ride in today has taken me 21 minutes that's how long it would have taken me going my uh, um, I don't want to say normal route but going the uh, the route that I sometimes go and I see someone's car here early and it reminds me I got to do my team dynamic observations this week so uh, stay tuned for that but anyway uh, I'm here have a great Monday